Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jonathan Franklin, former Green Bay Packer, current Los Angeles Rams executive. Just want to welcome you all back to Pro Sports Extra. Welcome again to another edition of 30-Minute Timeout presented by ProSportsExtra.com. It is Monday, excuse me, Monday, June 18th, (laughs) and... On this day in sports history, you can't all be perfect, Boomer. On this day in sports history, in 1990, the first sudden death U.S. Open golf championship was won by Hale Irwin on June 18th, 1990. I'm Ron, at A-R-E-O-H-E-N-4, on Twitter and Instagram. This is 30-minute timeout. And as always, I'm joined by Boomer. What's up, Boomer? What's happening, man? And you can find me at TCB on Twitter, TCB Baby, or at Live with Boomer, same thing. Just changed up the handle a little bit. Uh, just got done golfing, had a couple drinks, ready to talk about the events that were this weekend. Yeah, I finally had a slip-up on my intro, right? I know I was doing pretty good, like a month straight. <laughs> no, no, no slip-ups. I, I broke the streak now. All right, let's get started, Boomer, because like you said, a lot happened this this uh, this past weekend. we got a lot to talk about today. And the first thing is we'll go with international news. Uh, one of my favorite, should we call it an event? I'll call it an event. One of my favorite events that happens every few years. It's the World Cup. We made some picks last week. Some of them look pretty good, Boomer. Not, I mean, some of them look pretty good. There were some surprises. I was very surprised we'll start with the team that we both uh, we both agreed on last week, the first team we agreed on, Spain. I was really, really surprised to see them tie Portugal 3-3. Uh, me too. Uh, pretty much it was all Ronaldo. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody else on Portugal showed up for that game or not, but uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty exciting. I have Portugal coming out too, both Spain and Portugal, so it was actually pretty big for me because now Portugal really has to mess up to not get out. And I have no doubt that Spain's going to dominate the rest of the way through. So uh, it's 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 kind of benefited me both ways actually. So I, I I don't have a problem with it, and it was a really good game, and it was really fun to watch. Well, I have some slight bad news. Uh, I thought I saved my picks in this app, and it didn't save. So I'm just going to try and remember what I wrote. So if I contradict myself, <laughs> uh, it happens. <laughs> um. What about the Mexico-Germany? That was actually the one game that I did get to watch uh, most of the game because, obviously, they're on at, like, weird times for us, 6 in the morning, 11 in the morning. I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm sleeping. <laughs> uh, Mexico-Germany was uh, right in the afternoon. It was a good game. Uh, Mexico. I, I, I believe I called that one. Actually, I'm pretty sure I called that one. I picked them both to come out of the group. I know that for a fact. Um, but... Uh, I'm telling you, Mexico's going to surprise some people this year. They weren't good international before, uh, like this, you know, recently in international, not necessarily yeah, right uh, in their past awful. World Cups. Yeah, yeah, they were terrible. And uh, I don't know. I, I just got a feeling about them. As we know, I made my picks based off nothing last week, my general knowledge. I mean, I'm not – it's not like I don't know anything at all, but um, I didn't do any research before making the picks. I just got a feeling about Mexico. I just got a feeling about them. I, I still am very strongly believing that they're coming out of this group with Germany. Yeah, I mean, 
now they're sitting awesome. Like they could tie the rest of the way out and they're in, you know, if you get a win like that, it's a huge bonus. Um, and I mean, listen, a great don't, count out Sweden. Of don't count Sweden out. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not counting them out yet, but, uh, you know, they didn't play the best team in the group and win, and Mexico did. So, I mean, Sweden would have to upset Germany. I mean, Germany ain't getting out pretty much if Sweden's going. You know, right now Mexico's got the best shot uh, of those teams because they upset the best team in the group. So, um, you know, if you're thinking that Sweden is not beating Germany, that's a loss on their books, and Mexico already has that, you know what I mean? So even tiebreaker is going to come down to gold. So, I mean, it could be crazy. Well, well, Sweden also won one nothing. So, I mean, that's what I mean by don't count Sweden out. They have a win under their belts. They have a goal under their belt, too. So, right now, Mexico and Sweden are tied. I, I'm with you. I believe that Germany is going to come back and wind up coming out of the group also. But, uh, I mean, I, I believe in Mexico, but I'm saying don't count Sweden out. That's all I'm saying because uh, they're, they're, sitting, I, up, I they're sitting in a good spot right now, too. And they could still even lose to Germany. And uh, and still be okay. Yeah, uh, we have a old buddy calling in, Lou. Here, we'll put on Lou real quick. See what he's got to say. Lou, what's happening? Yeah. Well, I see that you're Lou, again. How you doing, pal? All right. But uh, yeah, we're talking you, World what Cup. What do you think Lou? of? Um, what do you think still with uh, Germany's chances still with um, you know even though they lost against Mexico. Good timing, Lou. That's actually exactly what we were just talking about. Uh, yeah. We both believe that uh, Germany's still coming out of the group. I believe Mexico's going to come out with them. Boomer, uh, you're on the same page as me, right? Uh, I I hope so because I have them. But uh, I've read a stat that, like, every team since, like, I want to say 2000 and, I don't know, six maybe that's won it hasn't got out of the group before the next year. Okay, yeah, but Germany's always a strong team. And, Lou, we were also saying, well, I was saying, uh, don't count Sweden out for coming out of the group, Lou. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on Germany and that group well, in general? Well, I brought this up for one very strange reason. I think you're going to like this. Our governor of New Jersey um, actually <laughs> placed a bet that Germany was going to win the World Cup. Okay, yeah, Germany, I believe, is the favorite. Yeah, he, he placed the bet... Because um, it's uh, New Jersey became uh, the state to uh, legalize betting, and he placed his bet in on Thursday for Germany to win. So, uh, okay, how do you yeah. feel about that? Well, obviously he knows something that uh, most of us don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know any. I mean, I know Germany's you know ranked number one, but uh, from the game I saw yesterday against Mexico, hmm. That's a little. That's a little. That's a little scary. He also Germany came out that the Devils are going to win the Stanley Cup next year. I'm like, really? You're going to place that already? Well, he's just being yeah. a homer. Oh, of course. Who's your pick for yeah. the World Cup, Lou? I was going with the home, the hometown of, going with the hometown favorite, Russia. The hometown favorite, oh, Russia. Yeah. Um. I mean, they have a – I don't know. I don't think they're going to go too far. Unless they cheat. (laughs) Which I would not put past Russia at any point. Right. 
Well, my second my second choice was um was going to be Spain. There you oh, go. All right. You're, so you're you're right there with us. Yes. If only the yeah, uh, Unfortunately, my two picks, of course, did not even qualify. Who's that? Oh, USA and Italy. That's right. <laughs> so now I gotta wait for next year for the Women's World Cup for us. And I go wait till Euro Cup for Italy in 2020, Ugh. which is awesome. I love yeah. the Women's World Cup. Yeah, then of course you got Euro Cup in 2020 as well. And that's the end uh, of the first quarter. Oh, I thought that meant match didn't count. <laughs> no, it all counts here, Lou. It all counts okay. here. I thought you were saying that's- Euro Cup. What are you nuts? <laughs> and that's the end of the first quarter. We'll wrap up the World Cup talk. Maybe we'll hit more of it in overtime. You got to listen to the podcast version for that. Uh, right. Lou, stick with us for one second. How do you feel sure. about the NBA draft? Do you want to you want to talk NBA draft for a, for a quick second? Well, I just hoping that of course that the Knicks will get some decent players in the draft because the way they are playing in the last few seasons has been a dumping ground. So I'm hoping we can avoid that dumping ground. You have anybody you like? Who would you like to fall to the Knicks? Yeah, I haven't. I have a personal favorite. No. Okay. Number nine. Right. So uh, number nine. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I heard. All right. So with that, uh, Lou, we're going to let you go. We're going to move on and talk some NBA draft. Thanks for calling again, right. Lou. Sure. Of course, we always appreciate your call, man. Thanks. Have a good one, Lou. All right, well, let's so, go into some on NBA the, draft. Yeah, on go that ahead. note, Boom, the NBA sorry. draft is this Thursday. No, you're all right. It is this Thursday. Um, it is one of the deeper uh, talent drafts that has been in a long time, but there's no actual studs in this draft. Like, there's nobody that people think is going to be an unbelievable star. Um, it's like they have – I actually don't think in any of the years for, like, I don't know, past four or five years, I don't think there's been anybody that, that great, but – uh, that's my opinion. I don't. I think the NBA is in a lot of trouble with all this AAU basketball and this one-and-done stuff. I think it's kind of hurt the game. Uh, but this year's draft, uh, a couple of people that are talked about as the number one pick is Deontay Ayton, uh, who is a center out of Arizona. Uh, he can step out and, you know, shoot the three. He's Elijah Wan. Uh, people really like him. I just don't see why anybody would have taken him as the number one pick because in today's NBA that big guys, I'm sorry, they just don't work until that starts transitioning out of that and back to nope. big guys. I don't see it coming or happening anytime soon. It's going to be a while before that happens. I, I agree. You know, all those trends always come back at some point, and it, it will at some point, but right now is not that time, and right now I would not take a big guy. I would actually take uh, Marvin Bagley Jr., who uh, actually could still could still have been a senior this year in high school, but uh, skipped his senior year and went to Duke. This year as a freshman, uh, he's probably like 6'10". He's lanky. He's kind of like a Durant. He can do everything. He can go down low. He can he's shoot. 6'11". Uh, he's, yeah, so, yeah, super tall. <laughs> yeah, uh, ACC he, he, player of the I year. I watched him a ton this year. Yep. I, do my, I do my research. Yeah, good. So, <laughs> who do you think should be the number one pick, Mr. Research? I mean, I'm, I, I don't have – picks myself, but I, you know, I was looking at mock drafts and stuff like that. 
I have one in front of me yeah, from NBA.com. Uh, it's actually it's not even a mock draft. It's a, it's a consensus. Uh, excuse me, a consensus draft, which actually I think is pretty cool. Um, they basically took the most popular mock drafts and I guess ran it through a computer and set up a formula to basically figure out who was the consensus pick in all these mock drafts. And number one, it had DeAndre yeah. in, and second was Marvin yeah. Bagley. Yeah, I figured something like that would happen. Yeah, go ahead. I'll always say okay. yes or no if I agree. <laughs> so number three to the Atlanta Hawks was is uh, Real, Ma- Real Ma- Madrid shooting guard, small forward, Luka Don- Doncic. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, I don't know too much about him, but I think most time those foreign players don't do that well. But I've heard he's... Well, it says he's Slovenian. It says versatile Slovenian is one of the most NBA-ready international prospects ever. Talented distributor who can play both guard positions. So it sounds pretty good. Yeah, he can play both guard positions. True, but he can play, if he can play both guard <laughs> guard positions, he's six foot eight. So that tall point yeah. guard might be coming back. We might be seeing a transition in uh, in the NBA. I mean, Kyrie's not a small guy. We see LeBron bring up the ball all the time. Look at Neil Aquina. He's, he's not a small a- guy. We could yeah, be seeing a little bit of a transition good. at the point guard position now. <clears throat> that would be yeah, interesting to watch. Just keep your keep your eyes on that. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, Jared Johnny Jr. to the Memphis Grizzlies. Power forward from Michigan State. Yeah, I think he's a bust. Keep going. Okay, number five, Michael Porter Jr., <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. Small forward from Misery. He was the number one recruit in high school. Uh, got injured right at the beginning of the year at Missouri. Had hip surgery. The questions are whether Back he's going to be able to stay too. healthy because it's kind of uh, yeah. But he he's I think he is pretty good. So I think it'd be a good pick if they got him all the way to fifth. Number six to the to the Orlando Magic, Muhammad Bamba from Texas center. Yeah, bad pick. He's tall. just tall. He's the same as to see the beat from Connecticut. The pick a lot of people just had working either going eight. From what I saw, a lot of people had, and this is just this wasn't from research today. This is just from me um, looking myself. Trey Young here, they have him going number seven to the Bulls. Um, I had like heard a lot him. about him going to Cleveland or New York at eight or nine. I like Trey Young. A lot of people are kind of down on him uh, because of his size, but I actually I watched a lot of him. I like him. His teammates this year, Oklahoma, were garbage. Like I've never seen anything worse in my life. Uh, so I think if he can get any kind of talent around, he'll be all right. Fred Hoiberg is the coach there and loves to open up the the floor. Uh, he can work out really well there, actually. Let's. Uh, I'm just let's gonna do, do ten. Just, uh, there you go. Then we'll we'll move on. Okay. Perfect. All right. So number eight, Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers, point uh, power forward center from Duke. What do you think about yep, that? Another center. Does draws comparisons uh, to Al Horford. Just another center, yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll be anything spectacular, but, you know, it's whatever. Number nine to the Knicks, Mikal Bridges, shooting guard, small forward from Villanova. All big like first team. What? Yeah, I, I like him. He's pretty good. He played great at Villanova. He's a pretty good shooter. So, if he can stand out there and hit threes and open up the court for everybody else, uh, I think he could, he could be all right. Number 10, Miles Bridges to the Philadelphia 76ers, Michigan State, small forward, power forward. Problem First team, all big Philadelphia 10. Philadelphia doesn't have shooters, 
and Bridges isn't the greatest shooter. Uh, I've watched him a lot the past two years. They thought he was going to leave after his freshman year. Um, you know, I live in Big Ten area with Iowa and stuff like that, so I see him a lot. Um, I just don't. Th- I think he could be a good player in the NBA. He's like nothing special, but I don't. I think that's the wrong team because they need shooters. Okay, well that's the ten that I got from there. And that's Booyah. the end of the second quarter. So let's go third quarter. We'll stay in the NBA. NBA free agency is coming up. Real soon, LeBron James is going to have to decide where he's going to go. Real soon, we'll find out if the Paul George to the Lakers rumors that we've been hearing about for the past year and a half are true or not. Real soon, we'll find out if Kyrie Irving is serious about not (laughs) wanting to sign an extension with the Boston Celtics because he's going to make about $80 million more if he does. If he does not, excuse me. I think, obviously, he won't sign. But that's next season. So will they trade him now? Where will Kawhi Leonard go? Lakers. What do you think, Boomer? We'll start with Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi, I think uh, Greg Popovich, I already wrote an article about how I think he's an overrated, arrogant a-hole. So I think he's finally kind of getting what he deserved. Tim Duncan made him be great. Um, Kawhi, you know, they kind of treated Kawhi like crap, but he wants to go to the Lakers, and the Spurs don't want to trade him to the West. They want to try and get better things, but Kawhi has already said pretty much, like, I'm not going to sign with anybody else. So I don't think any team's actually going to give a good deal because they don't think he's going to stay. Uh, so somehow I think he will end up at the Lakers. Is that a dog? <laughs> yeah, my dog's going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you don't think he'll wind up at the Lakers. Where do you think he will wind up? you think he's going to stay in San Antonio? Because I don't think that's going to happen. No, I think – I think he will. Some think he'll go anywhere else, but I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. I think, if anything, he'd sit out and say, screw you to the Spurs and get paid. Well, what do you think about the Celtics? This is just um, this I don't is think just they're going to give up any pieces. This is just my thought. Because... Yeah, but I, now, now, going back to the fact that Kyrie Irving even said that he's not going to sign an extension because if he does sign an his contract runs through this season. But if he does sign an extension yeah. with them, he he stands to make about eighty million dollars less than if he, even if he re-signs with them, he he stands to make $80 million less than if he doesn't sign an extension. So with that being said, why wouldn't the Lakers want to trade Kyrie? This way they could at least try and get something for him because the rumors have been his whole career that he wants to play with the Knicks because he's a Jersey boy. Uh, Well, I think that the Spurs aren't going to just do it for Kyrie. They won't do that straight up, and they're not going to give up A-word for a guy who might be the next year. Well, who, I mean, who? Why would you want to give up good pieces like good young pieces? Yeah, but if, yeah, when but Kyrie, you don't think. I mean, Kawhi this is based on the fact that why wouldn't Kyrie want to sign an extension with San Antonio, based off the fact that they're the San Antonio Spurs? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, why Kawhi? wouldn't you want to play for the Spurs? I no, Kyrie. I think Kyrie, I want if he got traded to to San Antonio, may want to stay. Oh, I'm not, I mean, I, I don't think he would. I think Kyrie wants to run his own show like LeBron did. I don't think he wants to have anybody over him. That's why he didn't want to play with LeBron. So I don't think he wants to play for Popovich because Popovich is the person at the Spurs. It wouldn't be Kawhi. It would be Popovich, you know, getting all the credit. Um, I, and I don't think that uh, the Celtics are going to give up any pieces besides Kyrie to get Kawhi because Kawhi can leave the next year. And then so they're in the same predicament as they are if they keep Kyrie. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't think Popovich would play <laughs> like that big of a role in. Like I think he'd play a big role in in Kyrie's decision. Like if he was to go there, but I don't think it was. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think he. It would be the same as like LeBron overshadowing him, like you said. You know. Because like, it's a coach, it's not a player, and he'd still be running it. Everything would be run through yeah, Kyrie. I when mean, you, I, when you think yeah, of the Spurs, who do you think of? You think of Greg Popovich? Yeah, I know, but he's out of it. He, yeah, but he's leaving in like two years anyway. I hope so. Well, that's what he says. But I would love to see Kyrie or or Kawhi in on the Knicks. Obviously, um, let's talk about the the big name, obviously, and the one that's going to change everything. Uh, LeBron, he's obviously opting out, right? He's obviously leaving. Yeah, oh, for sure. I don't think there's any way he stays in Cleveland. Uh, I think that when Baby is gone, I think he's going to L.A., and I think Paul George is joining him, and I think somehow, some way, they'll get Kawhi there. I, I really do think it's going to happen, and they'll upset uh, the Warriors and take out the Warriors so the Warriors won't break the record for the first franchise to go to five straight finals, and it'll be uh, – LeBron in the finals is going to win it, and it'll be back to him being compared to Jordan because he finally won another championship. So you think he's going to L.A.? I, I, I don't, I don't yep. think he's going to the West. Boom, I don't think he's going to the West at all. I don't think he's – I think if he went to Houston, they would be – that would be the best team that can add him, you know? Um, but yeah. I don't think he's going to the West because – then you risk not going to the finals at all. The guy just went to eight straight finals. So his legacy right now isn't based on his finals wins. It's based on his finals appearances, eight straight. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous if you compare that to anyone, right, including Michael Jordan. So if he goes to the West, he runs the risk of not even being able to make the finals. And I'm sure the NBA doesn't want it to happen because if it does happen, then nobody's going to care about who's in the finals because it's just going to be the Western Conference Finals are going to be the main event. They were this so year. I think he stays <laughs> in the East. Say that again? Um, I said that, that was how it was this year. The Western Conference Finals were the actual championship. Uh, after that, it was just an easy breeze through. Um, I think that he definitely goes West. I think he's sick of going to the finals and losing. Like, he knows he can get there in the East, uh, but he, he, I think, and honestly helps his legacy to not make the finals for once. Because if he keeps losing, I think it actually hurts his argument as being anywhere near the greatest uh, because you can't have all those losses. So, yeah. Did you hear what you just said? Not making the finals is better than making the finals? Yeah, because people don't talk about it. People are going to talk about his final losses. People are just yeah, people are also going to talk about his finals appearances. If he finishes his career cares. with twelve finals no. appearances, even it's even so if he only wins two more, if he goes five and seven, that's pretty ridiculous. Oh, those no, those losses are always going to hurt us. And I think if he stays, I don't he's know. going to win them no matter what. I don't think he wins them no matter I what. He I think he has to. I think he has to team up with those three guys at the Lakers to win it. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, real quick, one super team that Kevin wind up there. Uh, you think Damian Lillard winds up there? Uh, he's not a free That's agent for like, what, two more years. Yeah, but he could wind up being traded for, and you wind up with Damian. Yeah. I saw an article about it. Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James. But I'll shut up now. 
because that horn was the end of the third quarter, and I overstepped <laughs> my boundaries. <laughs> Going into the fourth quarter, the fourth and final quarter. Exactly. The fourth and final quarter, something I alluded to with my Today in Sports History, the U.S. Open, there was a winner. I forgot who it was because I don't watch it. And also, because that wasn't the main story coming out of it, Boomer. Here's Brooks Kepler. Can you elaborate for me? Because I don't actually know the rule. I know what happened. I saw the video. But I don't. you, you can speak better on it than I can. So pretty much what happened was everybody, the USDA, makes these stupid-ass courses and try to make it as hard as they possibly can. And actually, it, it's terrible to watch. It's not fun to watch. I don't want – it'd be like having the NBA Finals, like everybody made it to the NBA Finals, and they're like, hey, guys, guess what? In the NBA Finals, you're all going to shoot left-handed <laughs> or opposite-handed of your regular hand. Like, that's what it's like when they do these courses. And so what happened was is still putted the ball. It barely went past the hole. But they have these greens so fast and so dead because of the wind and sun uh, that it barely went past them, but it was about to roll all the way off the green. So he ran after it and hit it back at the hole, which is a two-stroke penalty, which also could be disqualification because the ball never set and never settled or got placed. So uh, he could have been disqualified if they wanted to, but it was his birthday as well, so you knew that wasn't going to happen. And Tiger didn't make the cut, so you need to fill in there for people to watch. Um, but, yeah, so he, he was the two-stroke penalty added on to whatever his final score was. Uh, golf enthusiasts are upset like crazy. I find it, I thought it was hilarious, good for Phil. He's pretty much the same as you to the USGA. Uh, it was good and fun to watch. My roommate's dad's a professional golfer. My roommate is a golf snob. He's all mad about it. I told him to shut the hell up. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand why everybody's all up in arms about it. Didn't he kind of make it better for himself? I had heard uh, somewhere that uh, if he would have let it roll, he probably would have wound up with more than uh, two strokes to try and get it back in the hole. Because it, 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 from the video, it was about to roll pretty far down that hill. Yeah, I mean, it actually he might have ended up finishing the exact same score that he got because when he hit it back at the hole, it went past the way. Like, he didn't make the next putt either. So uh, it actually probably oh. might have hurt him. It might have actually hurt him overall because then he got to assess the two-stroke penalty too, you know. Plus two, so, but right. he, yeah. So he was pretty much. I think he was pretty much saying "f you" to the USTA is what he was doing, which I thought was hilarious. And the winner was Brooks. Yeah, Canada. absolutely. It is. It's fun to watch. It's good to watch. I like watching golf, but I think the, I think the U.S. Open is stupid and terrible, and they should go back to just playing on you know courses. I like seeing pros play good. I don't want to see him play like me. That's stupid. I know I'm not that great. I don't want to see them become, you know, shit golfers. Right. I listened to uh, Boomer and Geo on WFAN in New York, and uh, that's what they were saying. Like, why does it have to be like the course is going to win? Like, why should the course win? Why can't these guys just go on the course and golf? Like, why does it have to be so difficult for them? It's, it's like it, it almost plays against the golfers. Oh yeah, it's stupid. They were hitting beautiful shots into the green, and the greens are so shitty that it would you they would hit like ten feet in front of the hole, and it would roll all the way to the backside, like sixty feet, you know, away. It's not further, uh, you know, and all the way off the green when it was a beautiful shot. Like that's stupid. You can't not reward a golfer for hitting a good shot. Like you can't penalize them for that. Otherwise, what's the point of playing golf? Right. I agree with you, Boom. How much time we have? Plug it. 
All right. Uh, we're about to go into overtime. The OT can only be heard on the podcast version of the show, not the live version of the show. To hear the podcast version, search on iTunes or any podcast app, wherever you get uh, your podcast. P-S-E podcast, as in Pro Sports Extra Podcast. 90 seconds until we go into overtime. Search P-S-E podcast for the podcast version. You could find everybody at Pro Sports Extra over at ProSportsExtra.com. Go there, comment on the articles, rate, review the podcast, do everything you got to do. Be a little interactive with it. You could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at A R E O H E N 4. You could follow Pro Sports Extra on all Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 60 seconds until we go into OT. You could find Boomer at at Live with Boomer or at TCB Burgers. And uh, also there was some, I don't know, storm up in Minnesota. Uh, and right now, Pro Sports Extra has some shirts they made to help out with the city. And all 100% of all properties, everything goes to the Red Cross to help out with the disaster. Uh, so if you go to the website or, you know, any of the social media platforms, you can find them on there. Check them out, buy it, help out whatever area in Michigan was. I can't remember. It's over by where the owner lives of the site. So check out ProSportsExtra.com if you want to donate. Um, other than that, we're about to see you in OT Bay All right. Ten seconds to OT. That's the end of the fourth quarter. We're going into overtime. All right. A little football in the overtime, Boomer. A little bit of football. We'll just touch on a couple of things. Really, some stuff that really kind of just happened today or just came out today. Um, have you seen this Julio Jones news that the Falcons are not happy that Julio Jones has been hanging out with Terrell Owens? Yeah, I, who would be? The guy's a goddamn mess, a monster of craziness. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want anybody hanging nah. out with that guy. He's psychotic. You're out of your you mind, say nah? Boomer. Dude, You're out of your mind. You're crazy. No, what do you mean? The guy is one of the best wide receivers ever. He's also one of the biggest cancers ever, too. He's fine. He's he's doing just fine. As a matter of fact, he's doing <laughs> what do you so mean? fine, Boomer. Boomer, he's doing so good. The guy ran a four four forty. Yeah, guess what? It means nothing because no team's going to sign him. He can be as fast as he wants. Nobody gives a crap because he's an idiot. I know, it's sad. It's so sad because this guy could produce right now. If he wasn't a psycho, yeah, he probably could. I mean, even being I mean, fast, psycho. like Michael Vick still runs that too. I, I, You know, he's old too. He never had Michael the Vick, there's a difference though. There's a big difference no. between Michael Vick and Terrell Owens. No, there isn't. What do you mean, no, there isn't? There's a huge difference. The only reason Michael Vick can't Vick play quarterback was... at his size and his age. Terrell Owens could absolutely well, play at 44 years old. I don't think that he can. He couldn't play the last team he was on. He was dropping balls like crazy. Like, his hands aren't great anymore. He can run as fast as he wants. If he can't catch it, it don't matter. His hands were never great. Exactly. So, you think they're going to be better at 44? If at 44 he's running a 4-4-40, I don't really care if his hands are any better than they were when he was 24. I'm not signing them. Oh man, you sign him to a vet minimum. You have him as like your third, your third or fourth possession receiver. Come on, Boomer. I like nope. it. No, 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 I would never want that guy on my team ever. 
All right. Well, I got a question for you. What's going on with your Raiders and and Khalil Mack? Do we have any progress? I don't yet? know, man. No, very upsetting, dude. They need to get this done. I already, I already stated a couple episodes ago that they need to get it done before camp really starts because that's when people tear hamstrings and stuff like that. And then they'll end up being injured, and then we pay them all this money. They just need to pay the guy the money. I get we just paid you no know, car, and we just signed well, some like you're receivers. I, I did. I am, man. I'm a huge Raiders <laughs> fan. We can't ruin this. He's the only thing on defense we have. Our defense is terrible. We can't let the best player on defense go. That's true. I mean, we did. We let Ndamuk and Sue go. Um, but I don't know. We'll see how that, we'll see how that goes. He's the only one that the Dolphins got rid of that doesn't just go to another team and just talk shit and bash everything about the team he was on. Yeah, but Sue's like not in his absolute prime, like uh, you know, Mac and Mac just won a defensive player like a year ago, like. You know, you you got to sign this guy. It makes no sense to me. It's very upsetting. I don't like what the Raiders are doing. I hope I, – they, right. you know what's the thing that sucks? They, they haven't released anything, like if they're even close on numbers, like what, what they're not agreeing about. So they, they, everybody's kept everything, like, closed door. So I, I don't even know what to really – whose side to be on because I don't know anything about what's really happening. <laughs> and he's – and the last thing that he said was that he's just not reporting. Correct? Yep. Yeah, that's a – that's – that's just a wait and see. There's really nothing you can do. Yeah, sucks. That offense is, should be really good, though, if they can click. I really like Jordy Nelson there. We're going to find out for the first time in Jordy Nelson's career whether he is that good or if Aaron Rodgers was uh, carrying him. Personally, I'm a Jordy Boy, Nelson fan. I think, he is, I think he is good. I think he's going to take a step back no matter what because he is another year older now, and he has been getting injured lately these last few years. But, um, yeah, I, I think he's going to fit in really well. I think Carr's going to love him. Wish they said Crabtree, though. Yeah, I've already read reports on how much, you know, Carr loves him. Um, but, you know, it, what I think he should produce this year, considering you got, you know, Cooper yet, who, sh- you know, maybe this year finally gets his head back on and starts catching the ball. I mean, he still had quite a few yards last year, but he dropped tons of big play balls last year. Uh, and then, you know, you bring over Martavis Bryant, who's kind of a head case uh, about stuff. But, you know, maybe, you know, the Raiders can get him under control. I mean, that's, those three receivers are insane. Somebody's going to be open. Uh, it's going to be whether, you know, like if Carr gets to him or not or what kind of offense they run. But it could be really big. It could have a really great year on offense. That's why we need Mack on the defense to be, you know, put the pressure on the quarterback so that every game isn't 38-36. Yeah, right, because th- that offense is obviously going to be high scoring. The only thing that I don't like is Amari Cooper and Martavis Bryant, even though Amari Cooper is a lot better, like a lot, a lot better, they're the same type of player. That's the only thing I don't like about it. Well, yeah, but uh, what's actually what's actually good that if they are both the same type of player is, you know, uh, that's why Jordy has a good chance to have a breakout game because – you can't leave either one of those guys uncovered, though. You know what I mean? If they're both running plants. If Martavis is acting right. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. If, you know, that's I totally agree. I mean, he's another, like I said, he's kind of a head case. So it depends on how much how he likes How long is his contract with them? Uh, well, he hasn't re-signed, so it's whatever carried over from Pittsburgh. I don't, I, think, I don't think it's very long. I don't know. I think it's only like a year. 
I think he only has like a year left. Yeah. That's why he was complaining to Pittsburgh. He wanted more money. If I was you, I would not want him when they went to Vegas. Yeah, I mean, unless he acts right. I mean, if he is, ends up having a great year, I mean, it'd be hard to say no. But um, but we also have to pay Cooper next year, too. So I don't think they're going to pay both of them. Well, I mean, the only way to build a winning team is, I mean, we saw it in Philly, you saw it in Seattle, is you got to have guys that aren't getting paid you know, like top dollar contracts. You got to have, you no. got to have stars that yeah. aren't getting paid top dollar. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think there's any way Raiders sign him again unless they sign him over, over Cooper. No, because uh, Cooper. I know. Up. I'm saying Amari Cooper needs to realize that. Oh well, you know he's going to want to get his too. Well, he hasn't been. I'm that sure, and I don't, so I don't blame him. We have to pay him like. We don't have to. I don't think we're going to have to pay him like top receiver money. I mean, he's going to be expensive, but. I don't think he's going to be top receiver money. They'll probably franchise him and pay that like $18 million, uh one more year to they, see they if he's even worth, you know. Him. Yeah, so that, that'll probably Especially happen. if Martavis has a good year. I think you're right. If Martavis has a good year, they'll probably franchise Cooper and uh, say let's, keep, let's just keep everybody together for another year, you know, without having to go crazy and sign a huge contract and franchise him yeah, and then deal with him the end of the year again. If they win the Super Bowl, right, they'll probably exactly. let people go. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, if they left the Super Bowl, then you could guarantee he, it, that he won't be back. Yep. Just wrapping it up real quick, this is the only other thing I really wanted to, to touch on was the Dolphins did sign the tight end, uh, second-round pick, Michael Jaziki from Penn State, and they're wrapping up signing up a lot of their picks. Um, it really feels like football's coming, boom. It feels like it's going to be here soon. Uh, July 4th, always for me, like, signaled, like, fantasy football's coming and camp's coming. And, like, the 4th of July, you could feel the winds changing, I feel like. And, and it, it's – you could smell football seasons almost in the air. I always uh, – even since I was a little kid, uh, once July 4th happened, I was always like, well, summer's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that, that's summer, crazy. Yeah, like, the rest of summer after that is even from a kid. Like, even I think it now, like, as soon as July 4th is over, I'm always like, well, summer's over. Because everything after it, after the 4th of July just flies by. All of a sudden, you're at football. Yeah, and, You yeah. know, kids are in school. And, I mean, it goes so quick after July 4th. I don't get Who's it. But school? It's always felt that way in my life. Huh? You have, you have school during, that, during those no, months? No, I'm talking about, like, when I was a kid, too. Like, because all of a sudden, I'm in school. Like, it wasn't so fast. Once July 4th hit, I felt like oh, I was instantly right. right away in school. Now I put yeah, no here. No, hell no, I don't go to school. <laughs> there's no slowdown uh, after 4th of July. There's no stop. You're right. Yeah. Summer just ends. It feels like it's it's like a week later. But Boomer, with that, I'm uh, I'm good. I touched on everything I wanted to touch on. You got anything you want to throw in before we wrap it up? Thing uh, I've had to say. Um, Hopefully here sooner or later we can get everybody here, we can get Ron into a different job that pays as well, if not better, so he can watch some college sports and not work on weekends. Because that's no, that's no way to live, Ron. You're getting too old for that lifestyle. Oh, my God, I know. I'm almost 30. <laughs> Six days a week is taking yeah, a toll on me. I'm way past 30. I'm not about to do any more manual labor. <laughs> I, know that, I know that's why I said it like that. <laughs> All right, but we're going to wrap it up here We'll figure something out <laughs> Yep, thanks for listening to another edition of 30 Minute Timeout 
Go to ProSportsExtra.com. We'll plug everything one more time. I don't care if you like it or not. Follow me at, on Twitter and Instagram at A-R-E-O-H-E-N-4. And you could follow Pro Sports Extra on every social media. You could find it all on ProSportsExtra.com. There's links to everything. The podcast, Trevor's podcast, our podcast, this show, blogtalkradio.com. Go there Monday nights, 11 o'clock, to hear the live show. And we'll see you next week. I'm Ron, and he's Boomer.